0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kinda Funny Games Daily for Monday, August 19th, 2019, a date that will live in infamy. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside Forbes 30 Under 30 winner, a.k.a. the second best baby booze, a.k.a. the engaged one at Tim Gettys. Let's him host. How are you right now, Timothy? You know
1: what? I'm going to push through. We got this. We were on a flight from Toronto. Of course. Here to San Francisco this morning. Right. At what would be like what? 2 a.m.
0: this time? Something like that. Something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey,
1: but hey big news day one of the biggest news days of the year so far i was gonna say
0: this is gonna be a kind of funny games daily uh for the books i don't know if we've had a bigger one seeing as how usually e3 we don't do the show right we do things around that like you'll have big events but to have so many big events on one day it's kind of crazy nintendo indie world right xbox
1: inside xbox yeah stadia google stadia connect yeah and then gamescom one opening night live not one night And only. believe it
0: or not, none of those are the lead story wow. on the Roper Report. Because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every week, Dan, a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show. Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games. With your questions, comments, concerns, and everything under the video game sun. Then tune in to watch us record the show live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. If you're watching live, you have a special job. Go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roosterteeth.com, and podcast services around the globe housekeeping for you thank you Toronto so many of you Canadian best friends came out to support us at the Canadian National Exhibition in the Gaming Garage we had a great time doing three days of panels six panels with you of course thank you to Drinkbox Uh, thank you to Ubisoft thank you to Nathan Vela from Cappy Games for coming out and being part of interview panels that were all fascinating entertaining interesting thank you for being such a great audience if you were there at the Gaming Garage thank you for coming to the meet and greet thank you for the support thank you for the gifts thank you for the love we love coming and seeing you guys. We'll be back soon for EGLX in October. Believe it or not, that's not even the most next most recent show though. Go to slash events right now. You can learn about everything we're doing at PAX yeah. uh, West up in Seattle next weekend. Whole bunch of stuff, uh, and it's all developing. There's still some stuff we haven't announced yet because the people haven't announced it, but stuff's coming. Thank you to our Patreon producers Blackjack and Mohammed. Mohammed, today we're brought to you by We Have Cool Friends in Party Mode, yeah. but I'll tell you about that later. For now. Let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. <laughs> Time for some news! Six items on the Roper Report. Oh, Baker's doesn't. In the longest, will they, won't they, in the history of video games, mm. PlayStation has bought insomniac games i read from their official press release sony interactive entertainment announced today that sie has entered into definitive agreements to acquire insomniac games incorporated a leading game developer and longtime partner of sie in its entirety insomniac games is the developer of playstation 4's top-selling marvel's spider-man and the hugely popular playstation ratchet and clank franchise upon completion of the acquisition insomniac games will join the global development operation of sony interactive entertainment worldwide studios Insomniac Games is the 14th studio to join SIE's Worldwide Studios family. This edition furthers uh, SIE's continued commitment to creative performance and innovation in game development exclusively for the PlayStation platforms. Then there's a bunch of quotes we don't care about. Then there's one line we care about. Marvel's Spider-Man has sold through more than 13.2 million copies worldwide as of July 28th, 2019 huge numbers. I was trying to, trying to get some,
1: some info here. Last we heard, both God of War and Horizon have crossed 10 million. Okay. So this, them dropping that specific of a number, I think they're, they're trying to say something.
0: Right? Oh, definitely. I mean, by leading at the top, right, of talking about it being PlayStation 4's top selling. Yeah, I mean, like, that's, it's the top game on the platform, right, now, obviously. And,
1: like, and But this is proof. Exclusives matter. Let's yep. look at these numbers for all of, for these three games, these three giant marquee titles that we know the next gen are going to get sequels.
0: Uh, build, I'm gonna continue here now. Building on building on a working relationship between Insomniac Games and SIE spanning more than 20 years, this acquisition enhances the creative forces within SIE WWS and formally adds a studio to the PlayStation family that continues to raise the bar on open world story driven games the day to day operations of Insomniac Games post closing of the acquisition are expected to be run by the current management team in conjunction with SIE Worldwide Studios San Mateo Studio completion of the acquisition is subject to regulatory approvals and certain other closing conditions, financial terms of the transaction including the acquisition cost, are not disclosed due to contractual commitments um wow yeah you know what I mean for years and years and years and years and years it's been a conversation point when you talk to Ted Price or whatever about man why haven't you and this is I mean even before Sunset Overdrive right before you saw him start reaching out with the VR why haven't you accepted an offer? Because they've talked about that there's been conversations before and and Ted's always been like, it wasn't the right time. You know what I mean? We didn't want to go that way. We still wanted to uh, go out and try other things, do different things. We've seen it obviously with them working with EA before. We've seen them work with Microsoft, as Mm -hmm. I said before. All these different things. It became that... Well, I guess it's just never going to happen. They're always going to want to be that giant. I mean, it's always funny when Biggest you talk indie. about. Exactly. An independent studio, right? That's out there doing their own thing to that level. But here we are out of the blue in the middle of Gamescom, in the middle of Gamescom one night only, right? Like in the middle of Jeff Keighley's giant presentation, this news dropped and I think did steal a lot of thunder from what we were seeing. Yeah,
1: Absolutely. The tw- our Twitter feeds were blowing up with this. And that was mm-hmm.
0: it was definitely kind of
1: halting the conversation about the, the Gamescom stuff going on, even though the next story was a PlayStation exclusive game that's out now yeah um but this is Erica, huge news. We'll talk about it very cool i as a fan of spider-man and of playstation exclusives yeah. i think this is fantastic news for them to double down and focus on on making super high quality exclusive titles yeah. and what does this mean for insomniac's other franchises right when you look at sunset overdrive like there's I've, I've already seen a lot of scuttle but who knows how much if it's true how much if it's not but even if they don't have the rights necessarily to the first game do they own the property of sunset overdrive
0: funny you ask over on twitter obviously insomniac spend on it johnny on the spot answering questions one of the things they tweeted was we own the sunset overdrive ip but go. the original game is an xbox one exclusive there you go so they can yeah they can make another sunset overdrive for playstation if they wanted to now and again arguably you know not really rubber meets the road or uh how much does somebody's word worth i guess but phil spencer in uh what it was last week we we're talking to, from the one xbox exclusive sorry i've been up since like one in the morning this time uh, was saying that you know if it makes sense you know they'll put games on other platforms they'll do these other things I can't imagine it being too far gone of a conclusion here that playstation could come to them and be like hey we have insomniac now if i don't think this would happen because i don't think there's enough juice in the sunset orange or sunset overdrive orange for this Mm -hmm. but they could have a conversation with them about picking up those rights bringing it over right it's similar to a mass effect situation where that took forever to get to playstation and actually have the chance to play it but there are a lot of questions Mm -hmm. kebabs writes in with one patreon.com slash kind of funny games what's up kfgd crew Sony is to acquire Insomniac games, and I'm really excited about it. And it throws in an interesting facet. For the past few years, Insomniac have been making VR games like Edge of Nowhere, The Unspoken, Feral Rites, and the upcoming Stormland exclusively for Oculus headsets. Do you think the acquisition means these titles will find their way to PlayStation VR at some point? Mm. Thanks, and keep being awesome. Kebabs.
1: I think that it comes down to similar stuff as Sunset Overdrive. We don't know the licensing deals yep. with that of who owns the actual IP and how that all all worked. But I, you got to imagine that PlayStation VR would want as many titles as possible, right? If they could get them. So
0: my thought, I mean, and I don't know, kebabs and uh, kind of funny.com slash you're wrong if it's already been coming up. Obviously, there's a lot of stuff breaking today, all at once, all happening on Twitter. It's hard to keep up with. So if you know better than me, please do. I would assume that no. You won't see those games cross over because I'm assuming that was all part of the Oculus agreement they had with Insomniac of hey we need games we're going to fund your games we're going to get these games on our platform Mm -hmm. I doubt Oculus wants to give that up that's a pre existing condition uh, condition. you bring up uh, the upcoming Stormland right I don't think that in very we've seen this this is becoming a uh, a often brought up story here right of like cool they bought sony has now bought insomniac they were working on a third-party game or a game off playstation that's still going to be off playstation right like that's not going to change it and similar when you look at like uh uh, outer worlds right getting bought up by microsoft the studio of course and or the studio getting bought in the by microsoft and then that means it's still going to go to everywhere they're going to complete their contractual obligations which again Back to the line in the press release, right? It's like uh, financial terms of the transaction, including the acquisition costs, are not disclosed due to contractual commitments. That obviously is very broad, but it does obviously bring up the fact that Insomniac has a lot of different contracts out right now and is working yeah, a lot of different ton things for games.
1: Like they the had their hands it's everywhere.
0: Yeah, exactly. So but I then don't. Then it's like that when now they have played uh, Spider-Man
1: being such a success. It's like, well, okay. We're going to I'm sure there was a huge paycheck that came along with that. Oh, my God. And totally the guarantee of, hey, like we're going to expand your team. We're going to do more. We want you to be able to create what you want to create with one of the most popular IPs in the characters in the world. Yeah, I'm sure they're stoked about that.
0: Oh, my God. Totally. I'm sure that's what Insomniac stoked about, about the money, obviously, mm-hmm. about the security. We talk about this all the time before. But then, yeah, the resource management of like, OK, cool. Like, I'm not saying they didn't want to make those Oculus games or something of like that effect. But it is the idea that PlayStation's like, cool. Let's not have you be this wandering nomad anymore, making all sorts of great games. Come with us, get under here, and let's get you focused. Let's yeah. get you focused on two games at a time, whatever they want to do, three games. A, but like beef up the Spider-Man 2 team. Do all these different things uh, in that world and then maybe not have to worry about... It. And I'm, I'm speaking out of turn here. I'm not sure what... what Insomniac's take on VR was or anything mm-hmm. how successful their games were on Oculus anything about that front but there is that if you are still passionate about VR we do have a VR headset that's doing quite absolutely. well
1: absolutely and I think that's what it is the last couple of years they've had the ability to spread their team out teams out do different projects and to even just get that out of your system and that's not the best way to put it but sure. like you know to kind of have been able to have the opportunity to make those games and now it's like okay well now we're all hands on deck Spider-Man next gen let's fucking go alright uh, Real quick, I need a thumbnail picture of you. Again, that one didn't work.
0: Okay, well, I saw Fran did one very similar to me, right? Yeah, Kevin, so talk that. to the audio listeners while we do this real quick. Hey, audio listeners, what's up? They're taking a picture. Is it getting sexual? No, but it might at any point. Greg Miller it? keeping his shirt on. This is wild. Cool. He hasn't kept there his we shirt go. on. Thank for you, Kevin. Great job. Sausage. Steven James Oslin writes into patreon.com slash games and says, Hi, Greg and Tim. Exciting news announcing today with Insomniac being acquired by Sony. Obviously, this means Spider-Man 2 is basically confirmed, but what do you think the focus of the studio is going to be? Will we see a lot of new IP, or do you think we'll see new entries in existing franchises, such as Ratchet and Clank, and even or even Resistance, he says? Or are they going all in on Fuse? Just kidding. Curious <laughs> to hear what you think.
1: I honestly think that... This quote unquote confirms Spider Man 2 and 3 at the very oh, least. Yeah. Um, if not some other Marvel game being made by Insomniac mm, as well. Interesting. Um, and I also think that Ratchet is a guarantee to make a return at some point. Right. Like, I think that it's just
0: too good of a property that makes it. I think it too you let it cook money. longer, though, right? Yeah, I don't I mean, think there's any hurry. It hasn't on been, it. been
1: that long. I mean, it's been, since it's, movie it's, one. It's been a while since but
0: that. But we were kind of funny when that happened, right? When the Ratchet yeah. and Clank game, game came out. Like, yeah, like 2016. I just, I, I feel like, I don't know if there's a, it's similar right? to what we're talking about with Spider-Man. I just don't think that, I think, let, let's get everybody all hands on deck to make yeah. that awesome. Let's not, let's not sidetrack it. Yeah, we'll get back to Ratchet <laughs> Clank. I do think it's interesting again to pull from the direct quote, right? Uh, Formally add a studio to the PlayStation family that continues to raise the bar on open world story driven games. Like, we're talking about what are they going to do? Would it be a new... I, I think it's going to be open-world, story-driven games. Now, of course, a Resistance first-person shooter could be an open-world, uh-huh. story-driven game. I don't really buy it. It would be, though. I think that's what they're saying is I think that they found success with Spider-Man, obviously... Insomniac was great at that game. They were great at Sunset Overdrive. They were great. I think they want them to keep making those kind of games. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I have to say, third person open world is what they're looking for. Now, granted, Ratchet Clank is as well over there. Yeah, I mean, so I'm looking this up. So it came out in 2016. Uh, Ratchet Clank
1: PS4 sales make it the most successful Insomniac game ever. Obviously, now dated Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I still think that that says something. I, I think that we'll get Ratchet sooner than later. Okay, uh, within the first two just, and a half years of the PS5.
0: Mm-hmm. that would make sense
1: and, uh, and, and that, be that would be a big deal that would be a big pop yeah. right like the, the the last one was $40 yeah. and it, granted it was a remake of the first one but I feel like with where we're at them Tom I want to make bigger open world games I don't see Ratchet becoming that I see Ratchet staying what it is um, which is a smaller title that it is very family friendly and super fun for kids of all ages Oh sure, like yeah, myself okay. um, but this is real really exciting news I think for what it means for the future of the Spider-Man franchise which I can't stop thinking about Recently, I was talking to Andy about it when we were in Toronto. It's like Oh, number one games journalist, Andy yeah. Tess. Okay. It's like I, I've been thinking about God of War and Spider-Man a lot. I'm like, man, do I want to boot those up again yeah. and just start them over? You like never played in Spider-Man, way? right?
0: You could double back. So close. Yeah, yeah, but
1: I, I, I want to like go Okay, I'm not gonna stop you. I'm not gonna get you away. But I think what a damn
0: game. You know, I know that obviously I saw a lot of Twitter chatter. Obviously, lots of congratulations for Insomniac, but a lot of people who were upset, right? That they don't want to see these guys go exclusive. That they loved a the Sunset Overdrive. They wanted more uh, Insomniac games on Xbox. I think this rings so in line with what we were hearing from Nathan Vella at CNE during our interview, right, where he was talking about we were talking about exclusivity right and these kind of deals and the epic game store and all these different things and his take on it was simple right of like as long you make the decisions you make as a studio as a developer right to ensure that you get to continue being a studio and a developer so lots of times you see the business part of this the developers aren't good at that that's what drags them down and I'm not saying that's the case here but I would hazard a guess that after a 20-year working li- relationship with uh, PlayStation, if you want to Google however long Insomniac's been around, because it's been forever, I can imagine it's tiring. To constantly be worrying about and hustling and go in like, okay, how are we gonna make sure everybody's getting paid? Like, sure, Spider-Man's a huge hit, that's great, but we've been there before where things haven't gone, and we know that it all changes, and it'd be nice to have somebody take all of that off our shoulders. And yeah. not all of it, maybe, but some of it in terms of HR, yeah, payroll, and all these dumb things that I think get in the way of people being creative and making games. Absolutely. 94. 94. Uh,
1: Insomniac first no. game. And it's crazy to think that Sucker Punch, Insomniac, and Naughty Dog, when you start thinking about PS1 PS2 mascot platformers mm-hmm. like they got Sly they got Crash they got Spyro they got uh um, finally got em. Ratchet
0: yeah well yeah congratulations to Insomniac a lot of good a lot of good people we love over there it's a big news day for them uh good move for them congratulations Shuhei bringing them on the stable finally Shuhei's got to sit there be having a beer right now being like I finally got him Finally landed this fish. I've been fighting the Ted Price fish in the water for years. Finally got in the boat, clobbered it over the head. Now they're just going to make DLC for (laughs) games. Uh, Number two on the uh, Roper Report. There was a Nintendo thing, Mm Tim. It was called the Nintendo Indie World. You have a theory about this. The, in, in, what is going on with well, that?
1: Well, so the problem is, I, I might be speaking on my ass now because I haven't seen it and it, it's out we there. We were already. on a plane when it was
0: going. We yeah. only read about it. So, we, yeah, we just read the, the
1: summary of it. But um, I I feel like now that um, David Baker has left Nintendo to go to Microsoft. Yeah, he's at Xbox. Um, and he was kind of the guy that was pushing the Nindy's and Nindy Showcase and all that. Um, around the world, we've seen Nintendo over the last couple of years with the Switch have different name naming conventions for their uh, indie showcases. Based on where they are, whether it was Nindy Showcase or the, uh, like, Nintendo European, whatever. Like they had different names, and I think in Japan it was uh, Indie World. And I think that now they're trying to use Indie World as their just unified unified as one thing, thing uh, which is cool. Going forward, just like keep it, keep it all united because there's no point in really breaking it up. that No, much. of course not. You know. Get um, one message. It allows there. more hype and one in one specific thing instead of spreading
0: it out across. I hope they keep in Indies ones. though. I like in Indies. Call them Indies. You know.
1: I don't think they're gonna anymore. God damn it, Kevin. Yeah, but
0: we got some really, really good announcements today. Here they come. This is from Nintendo's official press release. The innovative first-person shooter Super Hot, and Hotline Miami Collection, which features both games from the high-octane Hotline Miami s- series, are available to purchase on Nintendo eShop today. The online multiplayer roguelike Risk of Rain 2 from Gearbox Publishing was revealed as coming to... Nintendo Switch this summer, while strategy and mythology-inspired Northguard from Shiru Games and the pinball-inspired dungeon-crawler Creature in the Well from Flight School Studio. September 6th. For Creature in the Well. Okay. what? Why, why is that soon. not in the sentence? I don't know. Okay. Oh, they're available today for pre-purchase. Uh, I, see, I see, I see, I see. Furthermore, the critically acclaimed action platform Ori and the Blind Forest will become a Nintendo Switch on September 27th as... Ori and the Blind Forest, Definitive Edition. Let's fucking go! You boys got it. And you girls. You've been predicting it for a while. It finally yes. happened.
1: Yeah, I know. And I, as you know, I'm no Nostradamus, as the kids say. Nostradamus. Um, no. yes. It's just this. This seemed like an inevitability after Cuphead making the the travels over the jolly old travels travels over to sure. the Nintendo Switch. Um, Ori one of the the best Xbox One games in my opinion. Had a great time playing the first one. Can't wait for the second one. And it's right at home on the Switch. Of course. You know? uh, just beautiful 2D old school metroidvania style gameplay and i love seeing microsoft kind of play nice with others including nintendo yeah specifically nintendo in some cases with the switch and games like this being right at home there's something about cutesy characters and old school gameplay that really just feels at home on the switch so this is great and more people are gonna get to play it
0: So the bullet point rundown of all this, right, is that we just talked about Ori and the Blind Forest Definitive Edition, developed by Moon Studios and published by Xbox Game Studios. Uh, That, of course, coming out September 27th on the Switch. Hotline Miami Collection is available today on the Switch. *Super Hot* is available today on the Nintendo Switch. Risk of Rain 2 launches on the Nintendo Switch this summer. Torchlight 2, developed by Panic Button Runic Games and published by Perfect World Entertainment, is an award-winning action RPG launching soon for the Nintendo Switch. Uh, Eastward, an adventure game with RPG elements from developers... uh, uh, Pixpill and Publishers Chucklefish, uh, Chucklefish uh, is going to re- re- uh, arrive on the Nintendo Switch early 2020. Freedom Finger, who you've seen in the Kind of Funny Game Showcase before, uh, is bringing its 37 levels of cartoon or crazy cartoon action. Shoot them up, punch them up, smash them up uh, on September 27th, the Switch. Uh, the Tourist uh, is coming out to the Nintendo Switch in November. Skellboy uh, is coming to the Nintendo Switch December 3rd. Uh, Roki is an adventure game inspired by Scandinavian folklore. It's coming to Nintendo Switch this winter. Uh, Europa is a gravity-defying puzzle platform paint adventure about breaking rules, being upside down, and thinking outside the box. That's coming to Nintendo Switch in 2019. Earth Knight uh, is a beautifully hand-illustrated 2D platformer from about the dragon apocalypse. Uh it, it, It's up to the 14-year-old school kid with a freelance photographer to stop them. Uh, This launches in 2019 on the Switch. Uh, Dungeon Defenders Awakened comes out on Switch February 2020. Skater XL, which I saw people freaking out about. I'm going to read you the whole thing. Yeah. Skater XL is the next evolution in skateboarding video games that brings the fun, creativity, and culture of skateboarding to the digital world. Created by a team of passionate skateboarders, Skater XL allows players to add style and expression to their tricks. Without the limits of pre-made animations, Skater XL comes in Nintendo Switch in 2020. Uh, Kev, mm. I sent assets a, a video of that one. For Skater in the Well? Yeah. Or Skater XL, Skater, Skater in, in, the in the Well? well. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, and then here's just a run of release dates that were also there, all right? Here we go. Just take a deep breath. Blasphemous uh, comes... Maybe blasphemouse. I don't know. September tenth, twenty nineteen. Close to the sun, twenty nineteen. Cat Quest two, fall, twenty nineteen. Spirit Fair, spring, twenty twenty. Uh, Trine for the Nightmare Prince didn't has another date on there, but I think it's just the other Trine 4 day. As you said, Creature in the Well comes out September sixth. One Finger Death Punch two comes out December second. Best Friend Forever comes out February fourteenth, twenty twenty. This is a a dog dating simulator thing. Yeah, it is. It's a Joey Noel game if I ever heard. of one. Hell yeah. You want to see this trailer now? This is uh, what the Skater XL. This is Skater XL. Yeah. Let's see the Skater XL. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So obvious vibes here. We're seeing some schools. We're seeing some skate parks. We're seeing some hot boy skaters. We're seeing okay. some hot boy skaters. There they are. Ooh, look at these hot Obviously, boys. getting some Tony Hawk Skater vibes. Getting some Skate Four vibes. Does it
0: do it for you? Because I know you're stoked. You- I'm interested in it, but yeah. I, I
1: feel like specifically when it comes to the THPS franchise, yeah, there's yeah. so much that goes into making that what it is, and generic music like this not necessarily yeah, yeah, yeah. the business
0: well it's an indie though that's an yeah, indie you know i what get I mean? it i get now it. you gotta so play we'll with your own tunes make your own little playlist
1: on but spotify still, the fact play. that these games could still exist makes me happy and you'll support probably this. the best way to go yeah this looks good enough for me to play
0: uh did you watch the trailer for best friend forever I, I watched it
1: without sound. Can on, we get the Best Twitter. Friend
0: Forever trailer up here? This is yeah. the one where it's uh, you are. It's a dating simulator, but it's also a dog care simulator. You're not dating the dogs, but you're dating the people, and they have their dogs. So it's kind of like, oh, I want to date this person, and they have a corgi or whatever. Yeah. Um, here comes the trailer for that one, Best Friend Forever. Okay. Hello, it's me, Cheeseball.
1: <laughs> are you tired of being sad and alone? Sick of living in squalor with no
0: friends. Play best friend forever. BFF is the most cutting edge. And only. I like all the info at the top. You date the humans, library. not the dogs. Adopt and care for your very hot dog. Own hot dog. Friend. Hot diggity dog. Me. The I, there better be a wiener dog in here. Explore Rainbow Bay. Name the world's most. So this is a Joey Noel's last game. It looks like Dream Daddy m- mixed up Joey's dreams. <laughs> I would say Dream Daddy mixed but up with Nintendo Dogs friend. to an extent, right? A lot of dogs, a lot of good dogs. I didn't see a wiener dog though. That's a no big problem. For me. What, a bargain. what? Oh. Oh, he made a poop. Pick up my poop. Okay. Well, there All you right. go. Well, I don't like that one bit. There you go. That's what Picky you do show. with dogs. Oh. Let's <laughs> keep <laughs> that, oh. That's there? K- no, that I one. Feel be like that would have got it you. About BFF, and I'll get more treats. That's dub dub dub. I'm the dot dog. So <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, it seems weird as hell. Whatever. I'm gonna do it. Uh, should worth pointing out since we watched that trailer, just for full disclosure, I, that is a pop agenda represented game. Oh. So that, you know, know that my more. weird wife's working on this weird dog game. <laughs> um, where I leave off. Mmm, creature in September 6th, One Finger, Death Punch, 2. Best Friend Forever, February 14th, 2020. Then Fogs is coming out in early 2020. Then What the Golf comes out winter 2019. Kine comes out uh, twenty nineteen. Which we saw a bit of as well in the stadia. Don't don't spoil it, we're coming up on that, right? Wow. Hypercharge unboxed comes out winter twenty nineteen. Northguard, as we said before, uh, September 26 twenty nineteen. Sparklight, fall twenty nineteen, and then Munchkin Quacked Quest comes out fall twenty nineteen. Why not? Um I know this is hard since we didn't watch the presentation, Uh but what's your read on these announcements? I mean, this sounds like a very solid Nintendo indie showcase. Yeah, right. Yeah, Ori that alone
1: is like cool. That's huge. Well, yeah, Ori super hot. I think is a great movie. And and granted, super hot like was essentially was confirmed like a week ago. Oh, was it? I didn't see that. Uh, Yeah, that that, that leaked. So like we
0: knew it was gonna happen, Um, but it's still a big deal. Now it's everywhere. Torchlight two. I, I mean, I'm sorry I'm not up to this. Is that a news news that that's coming to Switch? Or we already know it was going to come to Switch I eventually. Know. A, I know that game is a big deal. So, I mean, like, I didn't, I didn't play it on PC. I'd be interested in playing it here.
1: But I think that, you know, the Switch has been home to such great weird indies and, like, totally. do, do a great job of showcasing them and things like this. But it's also kind of wrapped with things like Hotline Miami Collection out today. You know, like, that that stuff really matters to kind of bulk up the Switch's eShop assortment.
0: Uh, breaking news from the chat here from kebabs. Ubisoft has blocked the official Gamescom opening night conference on the Game Awards YouTube channel. Lull. Wow. I bet we get blocked then too eventually, but I bet they also fix that pretty quickly because that's not obviously uh-huh. on purpose. They, You know how it is with these digital right copyrights. You can't do anything. Uh, Tim, number three on the Roper Report. There was a Google Stadia Connect. Connect. We can this is the first thing we got to do. We we're fresh off the plane. Mm-hmm. We rode rode right over here yep. kicked it up with frame Mirabella. of course reactions to that live uh, right now youtube.com slash kind of funny games yes. uh, so I'm gonna run you through the bullet points then you want to come back and talk about everything sure So we saw cyberpunk wasn't confirmed confirmed for stadia coming soon However, uh, the official language in the press release isn't hey, it's coming out on April 16th. It's this cyberpunk 2077 will release April 16th 2020 for PC Xbox One and PlayStation 4. Period. The Google Stadia version will launch the same year. Additional details will be made available at a later date. So, not day and date probably. That sentences leaves you open that they maybe could be working on it, maybe they're not. Whatever, we'll figure it out as we go. Then, as you said, uh, kind was there. It's that indie that we just mentioned from Nintendo. Uh, Dark side of Genesis got some time. Looks great in my opinion. Orcs Must Die Three got way too much time. Windjammers Two was there. It was destroy all humans were there. Uh, Mortal Kombat was talked about for Stadia. Super Hot was talked about for Stadia, and they talked about uh, the free add-on I guess coming. Super Hot Mind Control Delete, uh, and then Farming Sim got some time. Samurai Showdown got some time. More Doom Eternal. Attack on Titan Two. Elder Scrolls online is coming to stadia borderlands 3 had a dope ass trailer and then watchdogs legion was there which had the same date that uh, most of these games said coming soon coming yep. soon coming soon not the, making you go oh like i know like borderlands 3 obviously you're not going to have it for september 13th since stadia is not out but is it going to be a launch title for stadia who knows just said coming soon yeah. watchdogs legion however did ring home the same march uh, release date that we know for everything else what did you think of the stadia direct Honestly, I feel like this is going to be an unpopular opinion, but I think Stadia is doing a really good job
1: of explaining to people why they matter. And until people get their hands on it and see whether it works for them or doesn't mm-hmm. work for them, depending on where they live, uh, all of this is nonsense that doesn't mean anything. Of course. But I think that them kind of putting it out there, we got Watch Dogs, we got Cyberpunk, we got a bunch of other random smaller games, but also their commitment to things like fighting games. Fighting games, I think, are going to be the thing that people are going to enjoy have the most problem with and enjoy the least if they feel any type of latency any sure. input lag sure. and for them to have samurai showdown and mortal combat put so much emphasis on them i think is them being like look we believe in this stuff it works and will it we'll have to see but i think that them saying that is definitely telling a story putting that next to shooters putting that next to indies putting that next to just look if it's a triple a um third-party title we're trying to get it on our system as close to launch as possible
0: yeah you know you and fran had an interesting conversation during it of like oh you're surprised this game's coming to stadia like blah blah and i guess for me i'm the news about stadia right the thing that matters about stadia is how it plays when we have it once we get it and we know what it's like in all these different scenarios it's going to get to that point if it's successful and we get to 2020 and the game's not coming to Stadia Day and Date, it's gonna be weird. Yeah. Right? That's the thing. This is another platform. Obviously you have to ramp up too. You have to do a bunch of different things. Like watchdogs being like, yes, in March we're gonna be on it. Perfect. Great. The fact that Cyberpunk's like, no, no, we're not sure, is, or at least being vague about it, is a little more concerning. I
1: think on that side, and and this is where I'm starting to talk out of my ass because I don't know the specifics
0: of games. You design. haven't been over at Stadia um, HQ
1: building it? No, I haven't. I know. But uh, I with Cyberpunk, are we getting PC? Day and date with the PS4 and 360 versions.
0: I yeah, isn't that what I just read? Hold on, my notes are crazy. Uh, yeah, Cyberpunk yeah. 2077 will release April 16th, 2020 for PC, Xbox One, and PS4. Then with that, I do think that they're really going to
1: aim to get their Stadia one out. As well, I do too. It's not ready to commit that commit to that because how different going it to be? It's a PC. It's just a PC that's somewhere else. Mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so unless there's like licensing deals or something else that's behind the scenes i don't understand why that would be an issue it's, it's not like you need to port it it's on the system already yeah. the system's just you have to upload this, else. you have
0: to take this pc file and put it onto your weird google stadia pc exactly. things we're all playing
1: off of um but i i think that the that stadia is it's, the proof's going to be in the pudding when of course, it, when we it need comes out, and when yep. it launches. But I think that it's very key and important for them to be talking about these big games as they're ramping up before the thing is out. Because then, when it does come out, if it does work, or for the people that it does work for, they're going to be like, "Oh, you know what? When Watch Dogs comes out, I'm going to get it on Stadia instead of one of the other systems if that works better for their lifestyles." Yeah. You know, and if it doesn't, cool. You can buy your PlayStation Four, or Xbox, like you always have. Yep. You don't. This doesn't need to affect you. As yeah, yeah, totally, totally. It just could. It could enhance. Your gaming lifestyle or it could just be a, a new way for people that aren't already Ingrained in an
0: ecosystem can play games I have Questions mm-hmm. from the community But I think I want to keep them to read our Because yeah. this is just so such a we're get, There's so much news coming I'd rather just power through the news you But know like, what I mean?
1: my final thoughts on the What they showed is I don't love The way that the connects are laid out they, they do feel a little 2008 In their presentation of like how much they go on About games we already know about the way that they show it a little too much. Here's a trailer. Here's a talk about it. Here's more stuff. It's like too long, too long. Stop. Sure. But I understand that right now, before this is out there, it's just Google trying to be like me too, me too. We're part of the Gamescom conversation. We're part of the E3 conversation. And I think that once they start launching, imagine what the Google Connect could like could could look like next E3, know, next Gamescom when it they're they're out there and they're a proven thing. If it goes that way.
0: Number four in the Roper report. One night only, the Jeff Keeley presentation. Uh, two hours from Germany. Opening Night Live is the name of it. I'm, I still think it should be called One Night Stand, like ECW. Yeah, so that's what I care. O- what's it called? Opening, opening night, night, live? night
1: Live. Okay. Yeah. So it's we like Saturday I, Night Live. I, I Lives, think that we're the only live. people that are fucking it up.
0: Well, that's because I want to call it One Night Stand. So ECW One Night. Yeah, exactly. Stand. Yeah. Exactly. Also, who cares? I know. Jeff Keighley's thing at Gamescom mm-hmm. uh, it was live today. It had two hours of stuff. Here's where we go. Uh, we talked about Gears. Gears came out. Rod Ferguson was there. This is piggybacking off of the Xbox uh, Inside Xbox that they did earlier, which was more newsy stuff. We'll get to that when we get to deals of the day about the games that are coming to Game Pass, which I feel like was the biggest thing out of it. But there they did profile Gears 5, talk about Horde mode, talk about single-player stuff. Or I, I guess actually here they did that. They showed the single-player trailer. Uh, they whatever. did Horde in the inside Xbox. Yeah, exactly. And then the yeah. single-player stuff was here. But then they showed Horde again there. Uh, at uh, <laughs> opening night live. And they show that Halo Reach characters are going to be in it too. Yep. So that's a cool thing for people who care about that. Totally. THQ Nordic came out and uh, revealed the new Comanche. It's a team-based online helicopter game. It's objective-based, you're out there. Driving your helicopters, your drones, blowing stuff up. If that wasn't enough, there was then like a four-second trailer for DCL, the game. This is THQ Nordic's drone racing game. All it needed to be. Sure. I would argue the Comanche trailer, too long. Well, yeah, because the trailer was fucking slow zooms on them assembling this. Like, what is this? What is this game going to be? And it was felt oh, it like
1: it was going to be like some big hype revival reveal. Yeah. yeah. And it was just a reveal yeah. of a revival.
0: A um, then Need for Speed Heat came out. Or I guess it's actually NFS. Heat came out. Uh, they showed it. It looks cool. I, I mean, I'm yeah, not a racing you uh, know, underground kind of guy. I was a big... Need for
1: Speed guy back in the day when, you know, Hot Pursuit 2 and uh, Underground 1 and 2 and Most Wanted, like all of those, like there was a time where those games were kick fucking ass. Yeah. Um, And I feel like burnout came, you know, and changed things. And then we started going down the Forza route and uh, like just a lot more games like that kept happening and this seems weird and for everything that need for speed's done the last two generations i don't really have faith this is going to be an excellent game yeah but visual visual wise and like kind of tone and everything they're going for it's like there's hints from all of my favorite need for speed games in it i just don't know if they're all going to come together and
0: i doubt it I gotta give Honestly. them hats off for the fact that you can go Right now on iOS and Android To and get the app That lets you design your car Start designing cool your cars stuff. now So that when you get there You can upload them right away And have your custom car That's really cool I like that a lot uh, Kerbal Space Program 2 Was announced It's tw- coming in 2020 PS4, Xbox One, PC Little Nightmares 2 Was announced That's coming in 2020 uh, Predator Hunting Grounds Finally got like a trailer It's 2020 It's PlayStation 4 Exclusive as you know uh, Illphonic The people behind Friday the 13th Are working on it Same deal Asymmetric, uh, Asymmetrical gameplay Where one, some, one person's Predator Then four people or the commandos however what was interesting here is they showed the commandos doing some PVE stuff so there's the PVP Predator versus you but then it looks like you are actually going in there as the military dudes having to take down AI and try to take objectives and do all these different things while I guess the Predator hunts you which is a cool idea rather than just make it you guys versus Predator the whole time even though I'm sure it boils down to that
1: I thought that this little section of the presentation was really good of having Kerbal Space Program 2 Little Nightmares 2 and Predator where it's just like hey here's announcements here's reveals like these are real games that people care about and like it's not going to speak to everybody. Yeah. But these games are going to speak to to core groups of people and like that's all you can really ask for from these. If you get a megaton announcement like that's kind of like the the cookie on top of the ice cream.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Um then it was Monster Hunter Iceborne. They just showed more of Monster Hunter Iceborne. We're coming up soon. Everybody knows about that, except on PC. Haha. Ha. Uh, the cycle then came <laughs> out. Early access for that starts today, of course. That's the V P thing that's going on. So many, L- so many letters. Life is Strange, uh, episode f- Life is Strange 2, episode 4, got a very spoilery trailer if you're not caught up on Life is Strange. Uh then Sega and Amplitude came out and revealed humankind. It's coming in 2020. It was a weird trailer of uh a caveman. Up in space in a thing and then coming back to Earth. Playing and then it like be- synth. Then it became like it looks like it's a civilization building thing that's going on over there. I wouldn't be surprised if by the time uh, you hear this or even now they've put up a whole breakdown on it somewhere. Um, then Borderlands 3 came out. It talked about post launch content. Uh, it talked about S- Circle of Slaughter coming back. It's wave after wave survival mode. The longer the last, the better rewards you get. Then they talked about Proving Grounds. Um. Proving Grounds, uh, which is you go out into these timed missions. You have optional objectives. Uh, it's If you do the optional objectives, you get better loot at the end of it. Thanks to my own handiwork here of writing this in. I can tell you Andy and I played this uh, when we did the party mode for Borderlands 2. We'll have a party mode of this as well. It's fun. It's more Borderlands. I like the idea of uh, that being cool in-game content of, hey, uh, anyway, man, I, don't, I only have 30 minutes. You want to jump into Proving Grounds and try to get some cool loot? Yeah, let's go do that. Seems like fun. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's going to be six different Proving Gods, apparently. And then also, I didn't know this. I I think I said it in the Party Mode 2 at one point. uh, Guardian rank is like the badass rank this time around and is different somehow. So excited to get my hands on that. Um, Everspace 2 was announced 2021 on Steam, PlayStation 4, Xbox 1. The Witcher 3 Switch officially gets a release date. It is October 15th, uh, that's exciting, and now that, uh, I, now that I've got I have my note here, I've also played The Witcher 3, this is going to be such a good games cast, yeah. uh, I played The Witcher 3 on Switch uh, the other day when they rolled through here, it, you look at the trailer, and I know a lot of people even here like, oof, yeesh, ah for me it's exactly what I want it's good enough you know what I mean like that's I would rather have that game on the go and be able to take it on a plane and digest it, it Did it there. run
1: well though because that's the one that yeah you it, it know wasn't
0: running thi- it wasn't at all a frame rate issue it was the yeah the issue if anything was like yeah that's a blocky texture or whatever or whatever but I in motion in my hands I, I only play the handheld it looked better than I expected to I think it even looked a little bit I thought it looked better than what we saw in the trailer but I was also playing well, the also you're playing introduction preview middle screen giant ass so. exactly um FIFA came out and did stuff but nobody really paid attention.
1: It really did a lot. Yeah. Like it went on and on and on. And they announced a mode that was like, "Hey guys, did you like FIFA Street? We're going to kind of put it in here." And there's also a weird story mode thing. Uh, Lord of Phone
0: points out for me that the Borderlands 3 endgame content was talked about at Open Night Live not post-launch content. Thank you. Endgame not uh, post-launch. Disintegration uh, was announced or shown at least 2020. PlayStation 4, Xbox 1, PC. It's campaign and multiplayer 5v5. You're on this weird speeder bike and you command troops down on the ground. Uh, More Darksiders Genesis, a game I'm still very excited for. Uh, Guilt was shown. It's a Stadia exclusive. It looks weird and cool. like scary. It scared Kevin. Uh, Destiny 2 had some more time. Uh, Remothered Broken Porcelain got a trailer and then a 2020 release date then epic game store had a montage that was pretty much recapping stuff we know then uh this is when jeff was like hey guess what while this was live insomnia sony bought insomniac but so here's an sie game and then he showed erica uh which is basically a choose your own adventure uh like live action thing you're making the choices on it and it's playing out uh, it's out right sony now Sony playlink. Yeah, right out right now from Flavor works. You can pick it up for nine ninety nine. Uh, then Anno came out and showed off a whole bunch of different DLC. The sunken treasure DLC, the botania DLC, the passage DLC and more. Oh, and then the free day and night cycle updates. So if you're an Anno fan, there's a whole bunch of stuff coming. Yeah, um, port Royale four is coming to everything, including the switch. Iron Harvest is coming out uh, September first, twenty twenty, PlayStation Four, Xbox, PC, and other stores. Uh, 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 sorry, Steam and other place, PC stores. Call of Duty: Modern Warfare came out. Uh, they talked. They confirmed crossplay works like you'd expect it to. Console to console and console to PC. We were wondering. Man, that's a weird way to say that. Does that mean only a PlayStation Four can com- can communicate with the PC uh, and vice versa? So you couldn't have Xbox, PC, yeah. and PlayStation. But when I got to try it, it was working that way. So I don't think I think it's just that you can cross play with everybody. Uh, however, even more exciting, there's an alpha this Friday on PlayStation Four for that two v two mode that I think is awesome. Yeah, you, you talked about, about that on Gamescast
1: about three weeks ago. Yeah, I think. big fan. Uh,
0: be, it's going to make some really good party modes when we get our hands on that. Sounds very. Cool. But then the man himself came out, Hideo Kojima. But before that, yeah. A little Kojima hype trailer, yeah, yeah, of yeah, like
1: the history of Kojima and Jeff's bromance. Totally, and I'm still convinced that that Jeff himself edited that. I want somebody to try to find the proof of that, but it just feels right.
0: Yeah, it was a good trailer.
1: Yeah, it was. It was, cool. a, it was the it's hypest high, trailer it, of the all. show, and that's the thing. It's like that. I got those eyes. You know what I mean? Where I'm yeah. like, there's a passion project here. Yeah, and he yeah. wanted to make this shit have that Kojima logo I've never seen before. Here, hold on. <laughs> you t- t- you talk to the audience. Shit.
0: I'm gonna. I'll just text Jeff and see if I get an answer.
1: Yeah, um, but. They have this trailer, Kojima comes out, and then they start talking about Death Stranding. And, man, do I understand it? No. Do I understand it more than I did before? Yes. Uh, does it excite me more or less to play this game? I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not sure yet. <laughs> like, this game, I keep saying, could either be the best thing ever or the worst thing ever. And, honestly, that gameplay looks boring as all hell to me. What? It does not look interesting at all. It looks very barren worlds that you're in, and I hope... I mean, I know that there must be other environments that you end up at, but the last thing I want to do is, like, awkwardly run around and, like, just put ladders up. It like, it just looks like a like a pretty Breath of the Wild, but with too much weird shit as opposed to, like, him, crazy cool physics-based gameplay and shrines. All right, so I'm but saying Jeff, Greg Miller, like- live
0: on Kind of Funny Games Daily. Our question, did you edit the Kojima hype trailer yourself? Tim says you did because it, it is it was the hotness. Let us know. Thank you. Sending I off. We'll get an answer for if we get an answer, ladies and gentlemen, you'll be the first to know here on yeah. kind of funny So you where so I'm sorry, I was obviously crafting a very important breaking news text. I'm trying to be a journalist here once yeah, You're it. saying you're turned off by what you saw of Death Stranding.
1: I'm not saying I'm turned off. I'm kind of confused about it. Gameplay wise, I am turned off. Story wise and all the weird stuff, I'm definitely not turned off. I sure. like that shit. It seems very Kojima. And and I will say for us ridiculous and like what was the one line? Babies, we don't understand them. Was that what it was? Yeah. yeah it was yeah, weird, it's something like weird like that. It's yeah. just like, I love that. Like, it's so stupid and in, in the Metal Gear way that I love. And if they're building a world from the, for the first time ever, introducing us to characters in a smaller story that doesn't have all of the, the legacy of five plus titles yeah. that Metal Gear Solid had, and it's like back to what Metal Gear Solid 1 was, we didn't know who those characters were. But when you yeah, play yeah. through, you kind of are introduced to this weird story that is like Very bizarre. DARPA Chiefs dying left and right. You're like, what the fuck's going on? (laughs) Right. But I feel like if we can get that again, I'm all in on that. I just need the story to be crazy and intricate and cool and make sense. And
0: digestible. And be digestible.
1: I'm okay if the digestion you need to work for. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need it to be digestible. Like, I'm okay with it being a little convoluted, a little bit complex or whatever. I just want it to actually make sense. And in the world's logic, it doesn't need to make sense. To us mere mortals. You know no, what I mean? No. But the gameplay needs to back it up. And I always make the argument about Metal Gear Solid 5's gameplay being so good that it made the game good despite the story being absolute trash. <laughs> and I, I say that as somebody that loves all the Metal Gear Solid stories, including 4, which I know a lot of people give shit, but it's like 4 understood what it was so well. And I just feel like this is a, a, a time where Kojima can really just go all out Kojima, but hopefully that means something that works as opposed to just nonsense of getting all his friends in the game like i want all his friends being in the game to be a good thing not a bad thing and i feel like it can easily go either way
0: ah uh, i agree with that 100 yeah um a lord of phone points something very important out and you're wrong it's bbs not babies bbs b and b capital b capital b not babies bbs what are bbs and babies no there's b well he's i think the pronunciation was babies but it's bbs so it's just bbs so-called we'll bbs okay Pretty sure there's <laughs> both I'm just saying. I'm just saying what he's pointing out. Of the world. I'm just saying. Oh, difference of the world. Um, I'll tell you what, man. I have no fucking idea what Death Stranding is all about. Obviously, I was fucking hyped. Everything we saw today, right? Because we saw the reveal of the character Mama. Right, her baby was born on the other side, but she still got the umbilical cord attached to her, and that's why she gropes her breast because she's still the mom over here and she's doing all that stuff. And then Bridge Baby and Dead Man, <laughs> Guillermo del Toro explaining about like how the womb works. You got to d- come in here and cleanse the baby because it gets stressed out or whatever. Then yeah, jumping to the gameplay of it, going to deliver the package to the Luden fan who is Jeff Keeley, just in face face. Uh, Mitch Dyer, I haven't confirmed. Mitch Dyer put on Twitter that it's Jeff Keighley there, you know, his, his uh, body Likeness. and stuff. Likeness. However, the voice is Matt Mercer. Yeah. So that's cool. Um, But yeah, taking the mission, dropping off the thing, then leaving, falling down, having to pick up your baby, use the six access to rock your baby, make your baby, soothe your baby. I mean, Can't like, rock it too fast.
1: No shit, Greg. Like, do you think the gameplay? Like, I get all the story stuff because I'm I'm right there with you where I'm yeah. like, I ah, mean, this is great. Yeah. But like the gameplay stuff, do you does that interest you at all?
0: Yeah, I mean, I, no, I mean, like the rock and the baby with the thing, it's like that's weird. Is it going to get annoying? Who knows? I would imagine you get an upgrade at some point where you're auto auto soothing or something. Mm-hmm. In like fact, the traversal with the giant ladder, right? Like in this, you talk about it being barren and being like, what is this? And stuff. I think obviously, yeah, this is was just to set up this easy delivery side mission to Jeff Keeley, right? Uh, it's I've, just
1: weird that we we saw. Very little gameplay before this game at E three last year. I want to say, was that right? The last year, the last, or last, E3? last year, yeah. Um, and we we saw the first gameplay of it, and we saw the latter stuff, and like just kind of running around similarly mm-hmm. barren looking worlds, um, and that was it. And this is the next gameplay we've ever seen for this game, and it's the same thing to just get us to the Jeff Keighley reveal, which yeah. I, I get, And they're saying it's a tease and TGS. We're going to get more cool, but like I I just feel like for what this is. It felt a little like man we're so close to release like there should have been some new gameplay element that's like even if it was like a some hype trailer like a quick 30 second like just flashes of seeing things that look different seeing you do things that are actually fun to play in a video game
0: yeah yeah I think it's I don't I they're playing this so close to the vest on what this game's all about and what it's doing and where I I think that would be the reason they didn't. Yeah. Right. And I, is TGS confirmed or is that just a joke? Because I thought it was. I don't know. Do you guys want to see gameplay? And we're like, yeah. And he's like, all right, TGS. Oh, just kidding. Just kidding. Well, then they were
1: like, well, maybe you will
0: hint here. Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah so yeah.
1: like, I think they're implying that the whole thing will be there. But
0: yeah, I, I mean, but all that said, I'd rather not see anything. Yeah. Like I. Don't I, get I it, but here's the
1: here's my problem. Lay the problem on. Is, me. Is, I'm right there with you of the, like, I'd rather not see anything and just give it to us and let us experience this fucking crazy weird thing altogether on November 8th.
0: Yeah. But is there something they're hiding? Yeah. That the game's not good or something. Like, like, game, or, no.
1: Or is there's not more? Like, or is this what it is?
0: Yeah. you just delivering packages and yeah. rocking your baby. We've seen kind funny.com slash you're wrong. We've seen Norman with a gun in this though, right? Like we know there's gunplay to it. Or am I thinking of a cutscene scene where he had a gun? Or am I just totally wrong altogether? I don't know. Kind of funny.com slash you're wrong. Where? Cam Kronick or Koenig says, we're both kind of right. BBs equal bridge babies. So it is babies and it's bridge babies and it's BBs and it's babies. So I stand corrected and Lord of Pwn loses his right to ever talk to us again. So there you go. That's what, he's just lost it all right there. Okay.
1: Wow. So fast.
0: Right, that's how it is. is it it lack of
1: luxury to the
0: floor of despair. Somebody's got to put him in his place. Mm-hmm. I can't have him coming in here and giving us wrong information about BBs and babies. Yeah, still the game, one of the games I'm most hyped for this year, and I really. So now here's my thing. Though. Remember when you said on the Gamescast what you were hyped for it and you were looking for? It, I was like, really? Mm-hmm. Based on that, like, do you think you're going to finish this game? Do you think I'm going fi-
1: to? I don't know. It really depends. If no? if there is fun gameplay, if the gameplay is as good as Metal Gear Solid Five, yes, I finished Metal Gear Solid Five, even though that story was stupid. So I'll finish this. Okay. If it's not, I can't. I can't promise that to you, Greg Miller.
0: I understand. I'm not asking you to put your life in line here. Uh, nanobiologist's ban has been lifted. He says currently, Kojima Productions is only confirmed for merchandise area of TGS. Cool. So that doesn't. I mean, obviously they could do something else, but just putting that out there for you. Number five on the Roper Report. Oh, hold on, Actually, I have my thing here. Now. Um, no. Okay, they're talking about flashbacks. There was gun. There was gunplay stuff. So maybe I'm wrong. Number five on the Roper Report. PUBG is confirming it's going cross-play. Uh, PUBG Corporation today announced that cross-network play is being added to player Unknown's Battlegrounds PUBG on PlayStation 4 computer entertainment system and Xbox One. By, unlock, uh, by, by unlocking a larger player pool, cross-network play will provide shorter wait times for console players and create a more unified PUBG experience. Cross-network play will release on the public test server in late September with the live server launch in early October in addition to cross network play PUBG corporation is taking another step towards creating a unified experience with faster console edition updates console players will be able to dive into content sooner than ever before as updates will launch within two weeks of their pc counterparts starting with PUBG season 4 which releases august 27th on the console all in-game content will be caught up and aligned across all platforms all subsequent console updates will then land two weeks after its release on pc Bring on the future,
1: man. I love this. I love seeing crossplay from PUBG. I love seeing it from Call of Duty. I love seeing everything that Fortnite's doing. I love seeing what Destiny's doing. Mm -hmm. I love seeing Mm -hmm. what Google Stadia's doing, what Microsoft's about to do with xCloud. All of this stuff works in conjunction with each other, in tandem with each other. We're going to get something great eventually where everything that we want is going to be there. (laughs) we can play our games on whatever console we want and keep the cross progression cross save cross all that stuff it's just a matter of time and more and more and more people need to adopt it for it to become the norm for us to demand that that's how things should be
0: yeah so shout out PUBG making it happen over there with cross play it doesn't seem like cross progression but cross play uh, worth pointing out just to clarify it is PlayStation 4 playing with Xbox one no PC stuff involved there you'd imagine because of the games being different as you already see by the staggered schedules for things number six on the Roper report stranger things is coming to dead by daylight this is Matt came at IGN.com dead by daylight comes to Hawkins Indiana as behavior interactive announces its next horror collaboration will be with Netflix stranger things uh, a new Demogorgon killer will also be added to the game, along with two survivors, Nancy Wheeler and Steve Harrington. Dead by Daylight is an asymmetrical multiplayer horror game where one player controls a killer and up to four players control survivors. Uh, the point of the game depends on which side of the struggle you end up playing. If you're a survivor, the point is to escape an enclosed area. If you're a killer, well, hopefully the goal is self-explanatory. You have to kill all the survivors. The survivors and killers all have different abilities depending on which character you choose. The killers are usually more powerful, so survivors will need to survive using environmental traps, cunning, and teamwork. Uh, I didn't see in the IGN story, but Polygon had it for me. They added, this chapter is set to release in September on both PC and consoles. Uh, Tim. Yes. Jeff Keeley still hasn't texted me back. Ooh. He's in Germany. I'm sure he, he's got. he's very busy. I'm he's sure it's celebrated. not that he doesn't love me. I'm sure it's not that he is He's probably talking with Kojima right now. Mm-hmm. However, IGN.com tweeted at 1.33 p.m. August 19th, 2019. Yeah. Please enjoy this video edited by Jeff Keighley. starring Hideo Kojima. Seriously? Yeah. You know hype when you see it. I know hype when I see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first response is from Dank Memes Bot, who said, this was tweeted three times. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Tim! I'm really, really proud of myself, Greg. That's I'm proud I of you every Thank day, you. but this Thank is a good one you. for you. This is a big one for you. Tim! Yes. I'm excited for you, and I'm excited for video games, but video games are still so far away. If I uh-huh. wanted more video games, where could I go to find out about video the games? The
1: official list of upcoming software across each and every platform is listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Shows each and every weekday. <laughs>
0: Yeah, now cool. Greg. You're supposed to say yeah with me. I know you're just filling in over there This All is right. this is one strike for you. All right. All right. Just think about it. <laughs> All right. Uh out today <laughs> It's been a busy morning and we flew in from Toronto and I didn't open up the Kotaku thing So hold on one second. I'm opening up Kotaku as I often do to see what is actually see out what's going on today Talks, okay. Oh uh-huh. no, it did that thing It always loads the ad in yeah. as I go to click and then it's boop and I fuck it up. It's stuck man. Uh, According stuck to Kotaku out today blood. Oh, there's another ad. blood magic on PC St- Strazeal on PC uh, Incident commander on PC and Mac block dodge challenge on PC and trog skull <laughs> Troll no troll skull on PC. I'm gonna get there man looking forward to a nap <laughs> New dates for you. Here's where we get into a whole bunch of stuff. Pack a lunch, everybody. Sniper Ghost Warrior uh, contracts were released on PC and PlayStation 4 and Xbox One on November 22nd, 2019. Lucy James at GameSpot reports, Atlas has announced that Persona 5 Royale, an updated version... I think it's actually Royal. Don't bite my face off. Persona 5 Royal, an updated version of the critically acclaimed RPG, will be available for the PS4 in Western territories from Spring 2020. 20, uh, publisher All In Games revealed their newest ghost runner, a hardcore cyberpunk adventure, uh, developed by more One More Level. Uh, become a cyber warrior and experience dynamic fights on P- PC, Xbox One, and P- PS4. Now here's the deal, Greg. Please
1: do, because yeah. I sent Cool Greg. Is he yeah. over there? Yes. I sent Assets, a video, if you could please pull up. Uh, on the we the, we landed, we landed on a plane. First thing I did, pull up Twitter to see what yes, was going on in the video game world. See yeah. if Ori was actually coming to Switch, and it was. I was very excited. But I also saw a trailer for this game called Ghost Runner, and I was like, "What the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. It looks mm-hmm. like mm-hmm.
0: dreams." Not the game. Okay, it looks like I your dream come true kind of thing. Games. Yeah, can you right. pull us
1: up, cool Greg, so they could see. Yeah, sound too. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: give some sound, baby. Or I'm sorry, BB, you're my bridge, baby. <laughs> I'm gonna start calling everybody Bridge, baby. Pop Roach back there, see?
1: Death. It followed us to this place. I can feel it all around. A virus in a system. So if you're not a, a listener, it's very cyberpunky. Corroding the very
0: essence Oh my god, it's humanity. first person. I got a sword, I got a katana. I just jumped out of stand. This guy really grossly, but he's dead. Now I'm running out a katana, I'm wall-running. Oh, i not tether him. I'm sliding under things.
1: I'm running a wall. So it's like Mirror's Edge, Titanfall, Celeste. Katana Zero. Katana Zero. Right. right, All in one. Yeah. With a cyberpunk
0: flair. Yeah. Yeah, I knew you talked about being excited about it. I hadn't seen the trailer, but when I saw the news come through, I wanted to put it on there. I don't actually have a release window for you, but I wanted to give a shout out. It's one of the many games to Ghost see Runner. starting to get announced from Gamescom. Wouldn't be surprised if IGN has it over on their store? You can add it to your wish list right now on mm-hmm. Steam. Uh no release window on it. Cool, don't scroll down. Scroll down. And then let me Can you expand, show more there? Yeah. Okay. You'll be able to get your hands on Ghost Runner for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC later this year. Uh then Lucy O'Brien at IGN says wow. global publishing giant Tencent has announced a brand new sci-fi shooter synced off planet in partnership with NVIDIA officially unveiled that NVIDIA's showcase at Gamescom synced off planet combines survival crafting and base building with PVP VE experience with up to 50 players and 1000 corrupted human cyborgs called nanos <laughs> It is being developed by next studios as part of Tencent so look for that one too mm-hmm Twin Stick Shooter Space Cows is coming September 5th in Nintendo Switch and PC. Creature in the Well launches September 6th. That was before I noticed the Nintendo thing. Uh, Die Young is leaving Early Access September 12th. Deals of the day for you. This is from the Xbox thing that I can never remember the name Inside of. Inside Xbox. Uh, they have a Game Pass update. Uh, I'm reading from... And it's a doozy, ladies and gentlemen. I'm reading from the Joe Scrabble's report, a made-up name at IGN.com. Age of Empires Definitive Edition lands August 19th. That's today. Right, yeah, that's today. Uh Devil May Cry 5, August 19th. That's
1: today. That's today. Devil May Cry 5, one of my games of the year so far. Wow. Came out, what, March? So, five months after release. Get an Xbox Game Pass? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Play this game. That's
0: fantastic. Uh, Stellaris, uh, August 19th. Ape Out. August 22nd Ape Out Fantastic game from Devolver you know I talked about it a lot when it came to Switch so you should be playing this one too Kingdom Come Deliberates uh, August 22nd I think some of those words are understandable Bard's Tale 4 Director's Cut August 27th Blair Witch Project August 30th I'm excited for that one period for a horror game let alone now that you can just get it on Game Pass pretty nice Dead
1: Cells, Dead Cells September, September 5th. 5th man get on it Game Pass coming together
0: according to Scrabble's, a f- fake person all games on that list are available on PC and will also join the it's on Xbox and PC, basically. All right.
1: All the games on the list that are available on PC will also be on PC. Thank you. So if you. they're not on gotcha. PC, then
0: they won't be. Yeah, that sentence said, uh, I'm too tired to understand what that meant. Uh, Tim? It's time for reader mail, but first oh, I'm going to tell you about it. our sponsors. We'll start with We Have Cool Friends. Did you guys know we have a brand new podcast called We Have Cool Friends? Well, we do, ladies and gentlemen. And if you go to YouTube.com slash kind of funny or podcast services around the globe, you can catch interviews with our cool friends. We heard you when you say you didn't like the Game Over Greggy show, uh, getting our, uh, you know, kind of funny uh, rigamarole interrupted with somebody in coming up about their life. So we put all of our cool friends over on the show, We Have Cool Friends. So you can go there right now. Listen to Echo Chloe. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is up right now, being interviewed by Tim on YouTube.com/slash kind of funny. You can get it on podcast services. It's all about her week. as the first ever kind of funny up and comer. Yep. There's other great episodes up, of course. Um, Cameron cuffs over there. Uh, Brian Foster. Thank you. That's who I was reaching for. I mm-hmm. I, I I can announce for the first time ever. Uh, Boy Meets World Star, Batman Beyond, Will Friedle coming in for We Have Cool Friends here. So what? we when, when is that? I'd need to look at a calendar. I'm way too tired to pull that yeah. date out of my ass. But if you look <laughs> at it, you can figure it out. <laughs> um, it's on the calendar for whenever it is. It's definitely not this week, so that yeah, go ahead and click there. It's next week, live. Next week? Monday. Uh, my God. 11 a.m.-ish. Twitch.tv/slash kind of funny games or YouTube.com/slash kind of funny podcast services around the globe. Uh, if you never plan on listening to it, it still mean a lot to us if you went over and subscribed to it on podcast services, gave it a review, thumbs up on YouTube, all that jazz. Our next sponsor, of course, is Party Mode. Each and every Wednesday, we put one up on Patreon.com/slash kind of funny games. If you don't want to give us money to get it early, no big deal. The next day, it posts on YouTube.com/slash kind of funny games. It is our very produced <laughs> Let's Play series that we love very dearly. Uh, Borderlands 2 is up right now. Me and Andy playing through the opening of the game We would love it if you went over there and watched it Remember we know we're very popular as podcasts We know our podcast numbers are crazy and awesome We would love it if our YouTube numbers uh, Showed any sign of that So you can go over to <laughs> youtube.com <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> so kind of Even if you never plan on using it Subscribe to that channel Watch Party Mode, make Andy feel like all his hard work And struggles with his crappy PC are not for nothing And also, hey, Kevin crappy. Kevin's hard work on the PC as well Kevin over there, staying up late, trying to fix it for him Another we l- PC just broke right now, guys what happened? Uh, the cool Greg's editing PC shut down, won't turn back on. Perfect. Right. Kind of yeah. funny. <laughs> uh, reader mail time. Uh...
1: Give me some of that good stuff.
0: We got good questions. I'm trying to see what order I want to give them to you. You know what I mean? Let's mm-hmm. start with DJ Bradchill. Cool. What's good, guys? So Gamescom started off with an announcement of loads of indies coming to Switch in the next couple of months, including Ori and the Blind Forest. Get fucking hyped. Uh, last week, Frandria talked about xCloud and how the focus will clearly be on mobile devices rather than Stadia's literally everywhere approach. With Ori being another Microsoft exclusive coming to Switch Cuphead being the first, how possible is it that xCloud could be implemented onto the Switch? With b for your internals and a phone, the Switch could possibly get more than a good enough experience on the go for first party Microsoft and third party AAA titles. Also, how likely do you think it is that Ori 2 will come to Switch in light of this announcement? Ori is legitimately one of Microsoft's best exclusive of this generation and i'm stoked that a whole lot of people will be able to experience it on switch happy monday hope you have a great week a lot of lots to take in here let's uh, start with ori 2 i feel like the streaming games on switch we talk about a lot yeah, so let's talk I'll, about ori 2
1: about Ori i i feel like if ori 2 were to be day and date with switch that would be the doors are busted open and there's no limits to what can actually happen here uh if it doesn't come day and date you can imagine it's going to come eventually um, if it even is possible I, Ori 2 definitely looks leaps and bounds better than Ori one yeah. um, but I imagine some type of scaled down version could work on the the switch for sure um, but I feel like that'd be very exciting news if it were to be announced that it's coming with it because that would mean that pretty much anything Xbox could happen on switch natively yeah right that's really exciting to me um I think that cuphead is a good example and like you know, proof of concept that that might happen because Cuphead is on Switch now, came obviously a year plus after it first came out on Xbox. But when the DLC comes out next year, it's day and date across both.
0: Mm, mm. So
1: it's DLC that is a little bit different than a a brand new game. But for a game like Cuphead, that it's going to take so so long to develop even the DLC. Yeah. Like I think that they're treating that, maybe not equally to Ori 2, but in the same kind of vein as that, right? So if they're doing that day and date, I don't see why Ori 2 wouldn't,
0: if it sells what is do we know what the date is for already two uh yes okay i don't i haven't kept up with that one i know that's a that's a tim ass game as they say it's 2020 okay okay just Just checking in just saying uh february 11th february 11th okay okay um and then yeah the question of do you think xcloud will come to switch i've been saying that for pretty much ever definitely i think it it will. will yeah exactly i don't think i don't think it'll be at launch i'd be shocked if when they announce xcloud and a date and all that jazz if they're like it's coming to switch that day but i think it'll be like a year two Within a, within a year. Yeah. yeah. That's not right to you? hmm Okay. Uh, David Scott writes in. Says, what's up, KFGD crew? I have a very specific question I want your input on. With Stadia coming out soon, I've been on the fence about getting it. I have a PlayStation 4 Pro and a 4K HDR TV. I am on the fence about buying an Xbox One X or a Stadia Founders Edition. I know the X, I know the One X is getting close to being replaced next year. I also love jumping on onto new tech hype. I want a jury input. On what you think would be a better investment. Thanks as always, David Scott, a.k.a. Demon Waffle. The next Xbox, for sure.
1: Wait for it. Um, Whether or not you get the Stadia Founders edition. It's not that expensive. If you are the type of person that cares about tech like this and we're buying all these different things, you probably
0: one twenty nine. Don't get me wrong; it's money, but it it's not is, like but you can
1: totally invest in that. And if you, you do think that it's not worth it, then don't get it. And just wait for the next Xbox. I think it's too late to buy an Xbox One X at this point, unless there are games that you're dying to
0: play. For me personally, I mean, I, I obviously I bought my Founder's Pack. I'm very excited for Stadia I'm um, streaming future in general. If this close in November, you might as well wait on that. Like, what mm-hmm. do you? I mean, like, uh, uh, is something a steel demon waffle? Maybe, but like. I really, yeah, yeah, I think that's the one benefit. You can totally wait till everybody gets their hands on it and and it's either like, holy shit, this is great, or oh my God, do they have a lot of work to do. Oh my God, this is not running well. Like, like, I don't think, like... With the Xbox, the, the next Xbox, right? Like, there's going to be launch titles and exclusivity and things you with Halo thing, Infinite, things that system can only like we do. We already
1: know Halo Infinite, and I mean, granted, that's on Xbox One X as well,
0: but but it'll look better one. on this. No, no, but no. yeah,
1: if you care about that stuff, you're going to want it on the next one.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So I'll I would just at this point just wait and see what happens with Stadium. Mm-hmm. I don't think you need to jump in if you're not gung ho on that stream in future. Speaking of, Tommy boy writes in to patreoncom slash games and says, "Greg, you made a big deal during the Sadia stream on whether you would go." from PS4 to Stadia for big AAA releases. My question is, why not go to Xbox? With xCloud, you'll be able to stream your game on the road and keep your progress when at home, which seems to solve the problem. Um... I've said this before and I'll say it again. Like Stadia gets all the juice in the talk right now because Stadia's further along in talking. It's being talked about. Once yeah. I, I played xCloud at a, um, E3 and I thought Stadia ran better. Different environments. Stadia, hardwired. It was etherneted in, right? Uh, Xbox, not. It was running on Wi-Fi at the back of the uh, convention hall there or whatever was. I had a great was. experience with I did not have a bad experience. I'm just saying I thought uh, Stadia ran better. Right now, we're talking about Stadia, so I'm talking about Stadia. If Xbox comes out and delivers all the stuff I'm talking about and is better, is flawless, I've said that before that I would move over. Again, though, when you're talking about like... And my question is why not go with Xbox? The next will be able to stream your game on the road and keep your progress when you're at home. People keep, I, I, I think, are thinking about Stadia, and maybe it's even the way I'm presenting it. Thinking about Stadia in the way I was thinking about Stadia until I sat down at E3 and was plugged into a Chromebook and I was running it at 1080p and it felt like I was playing a console. Of the oh right, if I'm at home and I plug this into HDMI with the Chromecast or whatever, it's going to be playing a console at home. I'm not the. For me, it's the whether it's XCloud or whether it's Stadia, it's about taking the game on the road. If I took Cyberpunk with me on the road, when I came back home, I then plug in the thing to the HDMI with the Ethernet port and have the best experience and all that jazz. I feel like that's getting lost for some reason. Where he's like, "Why not have the best of both worlds?" Like, no. Well, Stadia is also the best of both worlds. Like, I think what he's
1: saying though is that then you could, if you had the an Xbox One X, then you could like play it on that at home, dedicated. You're not streaming off the internet. So you don't need to worry about that stuff at all. And like then the take thing. it with you on the go. Yeah, yeah,
0: But I mean, Stadia, I feel like, I, I guess, yeah, I'd have it locally on the Xbox One. But I mean, yeah, Stadia would just it. be plugged in at 4K anyway, right? Theoretically. Yeah, theoretically, theoretically, everything's theoretically, working great. Yeah, Yeah.
1: totally. But I, I still don't think that even with all that, that it'll look as good as just having it physically, natively. There. Of course, we'll see. But I, the thing is, we need to know what xCloud actually is as a product, not just as tech. Yeah. So a lot of see, questions they need to talk about it, and I I don't know that they're going to talk about it before E three.
0: So I don't know why they would. Either. Well, they're going to go into beta this fall, right? Mm-hmm. An opener beta.
1: Yeah, but even then, like that's I don't think that that's a product that's still just tech being sure demo fair. That's right? fair. That's fair. Like I don't I I don't think we're going to get a X cloud they're gonna stop calling it that they're gonna call it something real gotcha
0: i see what you're saying until
1: the next xbox is revealed properly and i think they'll be in tandem because
0: they need to work together okay fair tim mm-hmm. tim this is where we ask people to go to kindofunny.com slash patreon where they can submit their squad up i read your name your platform of choice your name what game you need help in best friends come and find you already plays games together none of you submitted new ones so nobody gets read patreon.com slash kind of funny games go there submit that stuff um you're wrong though is still kicking if you're watching live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games we ask you to go to kind of funny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later and doing that jazz lord of Phones says stadia runs off linux and custom amd hardware okay don't know what that was. Uh, nanobiologist says, uh, "Miss News, XO19 is in London and has a date of November 14th through the 17th, 2019, with many new announcements from Microsoft Game Studios. Yep. That's exciting. Yeah, it is. Um, Totally not Lord of Pwns says, Greg and Andy are actually playing Borderlands 3 in the latest party mode, not Borderlands 2. Again, mm-hmm. sleep deprived. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Thank you for keeping me straight. I probably lost 10,000 viewers by saying we were playing an old game. Wah! Fuck me. I ruined the company. Um, I This is a Tim nerdy thing I don't care. Admiral Hipper says Don't forget that Wilfred L is the voice of Bumblebee In Transformers Prime, Robots in Disguise is. Among others Okay, Ori 2 will release February 10th 2020. We said that right? Mm-hmm. That was the same date You said? I
1: think I said 11th but
0: Whatever. Whatever it's right around there Ladies and gentlemen That's been a banger of a kind of funny games daily Lots yeah. of news to get through Congratulations to Jeff Keighley Yeah. (laughs) Uh, The rest of the hosts this week look like this. Tomorrow, it's me and Andrea. Wednesday, it's me and Gary. Thursday, it's me and Andrea. Friday, it's me and Tim. There is a new Gamescast recording Thursday, August 22nd at 2pm. You can watch it. Patreon.com slash games, where you can leave your questions. It'll be me, Tim, Fran, and Andrea. If you didn't know, this is Kinda Funny Games Daily. We're all tired. We're
1: gonna go to sleep, Greg.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna go home and not talk for a few hours.
1: Oh, it's gonna be really nice.
0: Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, please like, subscribe, share, and all that jazz. It's been our pleasure to serve you.